Hey, welcome to Creative Block. We're your hosts, Gene. And V. We interview people in the animation industry about their life, work, hobbies, while we doodle jam. We asked people on Twitter if they had specific topics they wanted us to discuss, as well as some drawing prompts. And today with us, we have Kofi Fiagome. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Did we get the last name right? Uh, Fiagome. Damn it. Yeah. Ah, I rehearsed and I got stage Fiagome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like... What is that last name? What does that come from? From Ghana. Oh, okay. Yeah, my dad's from Ghana, so it's like... It's got a nice ring to it. Yeah, it's like short for... I think it was like Fiagome Mania. Ooh, there's a longer version. Okay. Which is like, yeah, something, so it's like doesn't know the king's secrets. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Whoa! So at some point... In my in my lineage, I guess I was known for not being a snitch, so I guess that's cool. Damn. Okay, that's good. Yeah, that's good. That's a good lineage to have, I guess. <laughs> my name is just like I don't know. I think we were bankers, like a lot of Jews, so it's not as exciting. <laughs> it's just Goldstone. Right now, this is like the crossroads. All right, this is this is the crossroads of all history right here. This is it. This is it right here. Yeah. Welcome to Crater Block. Thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. Also, like, forgive me if I, like suddenly lull into a trance while i'm putting lines down because yeah like <laughs> i've got i've got a drawing brain and a talking brain and uh it's it's kind of uh one or the other i feel like people either just start talking and completely forget to draw or or yeah it's just silence and it's like you gotta you gotta answer some questions yeah. and that's why there's gene and i so yeah we fill in the, the we'll be drawing while you talk <laughs> yeah tell us about oh you go heavy yeah i was gonna ask you kofi so kind of like well you know what would it be cool to ask you about your dad like kind of what was his story on uh, for him to come to the u.s let's see as far as i know like he grew up in a village he, he, he was i think like as far as he told me it was Anlo Ewe. Mm -hmm. there's like a like a wide variety of uh, different of tribes and uh, villages that have sort of resided in uh, throughout the country. And yeah, he grew up, he'd gone to a boarding school and then he pretty much went into higher education and journalism. And he worked with one of the larger newspaper outlets in Nigeria for some time. Wow. And then from there, he was uh, contacted to come to uh, Washington, D.C., to be a newspaper writer there and then from there he went over to miami or no to jacksonville and then that's where he met my mom in florida and then, yeah uh yeah, yeah in yeah. florida jacksonville florida and then yeah my mom and my dad moved down to miami and then that's how i came to be <laughs> just just by them moving there that you you were created yeah yeah it was it was, it was sort of like uh like a consolation prize basically for moving down to the area got it <laughs> you when you show up yeah here's your baby <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome so he like came over to the u.s like as a as a newspaper reporter as a, yeah. as a writer yeah pretty much basically and have you always known him writing by the like i think it was like around the turn of like 2000 or like late 90s like pretty much newspapers were on their way out so mm -hmm. it was sort of like yeah it's sort of like a rough spot there but now he does uh general contracting he does uh construction mm, okay 
Nice. That's a hell of a journey. Yeah. <laughs> when did you kind of start drawing as like as a kid? As a kid? I mean, I think it was like a lot of like the earlier stuff that I remember drawing as a kid is sort of robots or nice. I think like the, the earliest the earliest thing I can remember drawing was that like in first or second grade. Oh, that's cool. I was drawing like a moon base. I think it was like we had or like we we read like Magic Treehouse or something in class. Mm-hmm. And then and it was it was like one of the books where they'd gone to the moon and like basically I think it was like Jack and Annie are the two main characters. They gone to the moon and then it's basically like oh yeah, they go on a little adventure. But yeah, like we got to draw our own little moon bases. And yeah, it's like I don't know. I, I, even at the time, I remember like getting really into. It. It's like, oh yeah, this is like where they grow. There, this is where like where they farm their food, and this is where like <laughs> yeah. they have like a big like block habitation, like sleeping quarters, and it's just like, and then they have like, dude, that shit's fun. Yeah, I used to do that kind of stuff too. Like stunt ramps for like their lunar rovers. Stunt ramps. <laughs> you gotta have the stunt ramps. Yeah, you gotta take advantage of that low gravity. But yes <laughs> stuff like yeah like stuff like that so do you feel kind of like you like that assignment in school was kind of like what got you excited about drawing i mean i guess like i've always been like sort of attached to drawing mainly because it was just like the other thing that i'd like to do other than like squeeze play-doh <laughs> When I was like really little. Hey, that's a good, that's a good pastime. Yeah, I still do that. <laughs> yeah, like as far. Oh man, yeah. Between comics, like drawing, drawing little like line paper comics, and then I had like this flash drive full of like these. Cause like in first grade, we were taught to use PowerPoint, like a, a few like really rudimentary like little things for like making presentations. And it yeah. was just sort of like, oh, man, I remember, like, doing, like, making these little skits. I would take Sonic Advance sprites from Photo Bucket. Yes. And then I would <laughs> use PowerPoint to, like, make these little puppet shows, with, like, subtitles. Dude, okay. No joke. Like, PowerPoint is, I think, how I learned to animate when I was in, like, seventh grade or something. Like, for some reason, that's a weird rite of passage for, <laughs> for us, I guess. Yeah. I don't get it. That's so funny. Is it because like with the slides, were the slides yeah. like a good way to kind of like almost animate? Basically, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I think it was like you also had the um, you can make text boxes mm-hmm. sort of appear in order, like whichever order you want. So like you would have like the scene, and then you would have, and then you can use like the effects to make the sprites move around, and then like have the dialogue switch in and switch out. And you can like change the backgrounds and stuff with like it's not bad it's like not a bad way to start yeah I, I like in my i think it was like seventh grade art we didn't have access to flash or anything you know any actual resources <laughs> and so our teacher was like just make a powerpoint but like reduce the amount of time between slides down to like you know 0.01 seconds or whatever oh, and that's great oh man it wasn't very good but it was <laughs> A way to do it yeah like i actually wouldn't have thought of that like using the sort of like what is it like time transitions or something yes yeah yeah it's just oh, a quick okay. and then like what's funny is that like half the people in the class uh made like skateboarding stick figure uh <laughs> animations oh, and then they and they would air them on our like morning announcements <gasps> you know 
And I did one to set to The System Is Down from <laughs> Homestar Runner. Because I was like so into Homestar Runner and they aired it on like the morning announcements. And I was like, oh, God, <laughs> this sucks. Why do they do this? The first taste. But yeah, PowerPoint, man. So interesting. I guess wow. so. So like when you were... So you started doing these PowerPoints when you were like in, in first grade? Yeah. I mean, it was like... I'm not sure if it was like... Because you're like the freaking... Like a gifted program sort of thing. I don't know. I guess that's like... That's what entailed oh, yeah. like one of the aspects of, of gifted first grade where it's just like, okay, you gotta, gotta make PowerPoints, I guess. I don't think we ever actually <laughs> went and made any actual presentations for the rest of first grade but i think i guess it sort of came mm. in handy whenever we needed to do like upfront presentations like what is so because i don't really know much about the gifted program i feel like somebody else brought it up earlier in the podcast was it um kiana maybe i feel like maybe. We talked about it a little bit mm. but like how was the gifted program for you kofi like is it something where like you like is it extracurricular or is it just like like an honor type i guess extracurricular because we would have basically the the normal school day and then at the end or at least like in the last hour or two um the like the kids who were going to be going to the uh to the gifted class were going to be like okay yeah, like pretty much assemble together and then we just go to the classroom together and then i guess yeah some additional lessons or something or maybe like a, a reading thing i <laughs> i wasn't really sure like what the like point of reference was in regards to like how it was different from other classes because it really just seemed like extra school time <laughs> as far as i could yeah. tell but it was just like ah, okay. i have to do more of this yeah basically that's <laughs> yeah how, <laughs> how did you feel about it were you just kind of like ah bummer like i hate this uh, i'm sure i must have but <laughs> Like as far as I could tell, it's just like it's like a uh, like a like a blur. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's like. Remember we did like you ever? We had this thing called Kids Town where it was like, uh, like a flea market for all the different uh, for all of the different classes in like a specific building of the school, and it's just like yeah, you can like bring stuff. I remember like that was like the first time I discovered Yu Gi Oh. Because I know that, like, my, my friends and I, like, my, my friends are uh, really into the show. And I guess that's mm -hmm. what got them into, like, the actual card game. Right. But, like, I was never able to, like, like buy a whole lot of, like, trading cards. Usually it would just be, like, hand-me-downs or, or, like, mm. stuff that, like, my yeah. friends would show me. So I'm like, oh. They're expensive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially, in, like, not to, like, build a deck. You know, a whole yeah. deck of trading cards. So I'm just like, I don't know how any kids like. Yeah, I, I knew kids with like, you know, they would keep getting the booster packs and they would build up these decks. I'm like, where do you get the money for this? Yeah, like, I'm I'm eight and like ten dollars is like wealth for me. So I don't understand it. It's like <laughs> seeing yeah, like in this this after school thing. It's sort of like it kind of blew my mind. There's just sort of like, oh, but how the heck are these one percent kids with their Yu-Gi-Oh cards <laughs> getting all these cards from you? you You've got binders stacked on binders stacked on binders. Yeah. They have no life. That is how they those Oh, who knows? I spend it on video games. They spend it on cards, I guess. Did you, at that time, were you kind of like, 
your your relationship to drawing was it more just kind of like doodling or were you kind of like really into animating thanks to like that whole powerpoint thing not really animating or, or i guess yeah like if you count like the powerpoint uh powerpoint is 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 animation i guess yeah but yeah like i guess those were some of my earliest animations i wish i could show them but i accidentally deleted them when i was trying to archive them oh no a, a long time ago but yeah it, i i yeah i think i picked up on like making uh animations with powerpoint from like not new grounds but like i i think my my uh, a friend of mine had introduced me to new grounds in like tangentially where it was sort of like there was another site called yugo player like ugo player. yes yeah ugo oh. yeah it used to be flash player yeah yeah flashplayer.com yeah. and it was like pr- basically like an aggregator i guess mm-hmm. like con- kind of like congregate but kind of or a little bit more bootleg where it's yeah. just sort of like they bring in a whole bunch of like flash games and flash videos and they just put it in a big list and then you could just click through all the different pages on the list. I would submit to that. Like I w- that was one of the places I put Hyperboy was I like submitted oh. it. And they and but there was something I submitted before and they actually rejected it, which is like, ooh, sorry I wasn't good enough for <laughs> UGO player dot com. Uh, man, it's ver- very discerning taste. Yeah. UGO player. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, I'm not good enough for you. But anyway, yeah, so you you sit you uh, submitted stuff there. Yeah, or not really submitting stuff there. It was it was uh, just uh, watching a whole bunch of stuff. But it was like I'm trying to remember like the decline of video gaming. Oh yeah, I remember that. I think it's like by by uh, Super Flash Bros. Like mm-hmm. like those little they had like little like flash like skits. And I was just like, whoa, you can like make flash animations. And, oh, like there was man, what was it? I think my friend had introduced me to yeah like this other flash series called like right not not really called but it was just like with uh cactar and tonberry from from final fantasy oh, sure where it was yeah. just sort of like yeah like just like goofing around i think that one's by like crazy boris i think yeah like i think they're still around as well yeah like that oh, was like classics yeah yeah like it's pretty much yeah my inspirations early on for like making like little little stories and yeah like i would i would just like Whenever we were doing like computer time in class, where it was just sort of like, oh yeah, it's a great, I, I made this PowerPoint, check out what I did. And yeah, like people would just like gather on the computer. It's like, oh my God, friggin', you put uh, like a peanut butter jelly time edit of, of the Tails <laughs> doing the dance. Oh, oh fuck yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. It was something. Yeah, like it was, it was, yeah. It, it, like, peanut butter it, Tails time. Yeah, as, as far as like, drawing and animation yeah like i think drawing was just something i I really like to do like just in my spare time i'm not really sure if it was like any sort of like obligation or anything because i don't even (laughs) i don't even think i could like come to know that as like a kid but yeah just for fun when you're a kid yeah when did you really start animating do you remember i think it was like i think it was like after i started using tumblr okay because yeah like that's that's much later making Yeah. yeah like so this is like 2013 20 okay. yeah like 2013 2012 because yeah like that's what i because yeah like i was mainly just doing drawings like there there were times like in like middle school and high school that would be like oh man they've like you just happen to see like adobe flashes installed on the computer i'm just yeah like, whoa like like every time like you would do an assignment on the computer it was just sort of like whoa 
Adobe Flash. It's, it's on this computer. I can all this all this unbridled power. It's this, just like this gift. Yeah, in this in like in this program. It's like, oh man, I can't wait to use it. But it's just like, yeah, like I, I wasn't really able to use it uh, in in class until later. So it's like, and like the the time spent in, like on the computers was pretty limited. So I didn't really get to like do anything with Flash until like much much later in mm-hmm. school. But it was just sort of like, yeah, animation as far as like yeah, like making little gifts just like as a joke to like pass along to friends. Yeah, and, and then it wasn't until like later where it was. I guess it was like sort of like a specifically a career choice because yeah like Mm -hmm. after high school like i wasn't really sure like what to do did you uh did you take any classes for art or did you go to school uh like like when i say school i don't mean like me like you uh it could also be like any kind of like classes like night classes or whatever or did you just like are you completely self-taught for classes as far as i can remember like like uh, the like any sort of classes that I've signed up for or like maybe like doing two or three sessions of like a live drawing course and then like I couldn't attend them anymore because like it was too far away and I couldn't pay for the gas to like drive all the way across the highway to like go to live drawing class so yeah like from like I think it was like yeah like 2016 or something but yeah like pretty much other than that it's like a lot of it has been like through the internet just sort of yeah like gathering information and like resources and stuff and then just trying to like drill myself on what I wanted to make and then yeah like learning picking up stuff uh that was getting on tumblr or or on youtube or sharing with friends on like skype or discord yeah like yeah a lot of that stuff really came in handy so um, Kofi after high school how did you keep working on drawing on your craft yeah like what like what, what were the ways that you were still like also what were your goals like were you were you drawing thinking that like did you know you could potentially work into animation or did you just like really enjoy drawing working in okay so it was like after during and after high school because it was just sort of like going through high school was sort of the thing that was hanging over my head where it was mm. sort of like my grades weren't all the best like I yeah like I wasn't a really good student so it was just sort of like trying to keep myself on on like homework like it was yeah yeah um I I graduated high school at the like basically at the last minute because I finished I, I was like coming up on the end of the school year and I still had like to raise like I don't remember like six eight or some amount of uh credits before i could graduate mm-hmm. like if i didn't have those then like then yeah like they could have given me my diploma so it's like i had to pretty much go to night school and then oh, pretty much yeah like, doing the extra classes trying to uh work it out yeah so like pretty much coming out of high school i think it was like 2.1 2.3 gpa so like it prospects at least as far as i could tell at the time is like yeah like prospects for for like going into a school were like not very great as far and like like growing up in like a pinoy family growing up in like with like a filipino church community and then also with like uh filipino folks where it was just sort mm-hmm. of like everybody's 
the all your friends are like either working as like they're starting to be like engineers or musicians or like lawyers or engineers and then i guess like mm-hmm. at the time i was just kind of like there mm. where i guess i like to draw but yeah like i wasn't really particularly great at much else where it was just sort of like yeah like i like to spend my time drawing and like whenever i would draw it was just sort of like i would tune out everything else so that was kind of like your your you time yeah and so yeah like whenever i was like yeah like i, I was i was really like uh into deviantart and like tumblr at the time so i was like trying to work on my art and seeing all of like the different kinds of yeah like i think going from deviantart into tumblr was like sort of almost like a culture shock to me where it was just sort of like i don't I, I like I'm not really sure where to place it, but I just know that like when people would just like have their art blogs on Tumblr, there was just something that I could tell that like people were sort of looking through resources that people were sharing and like really applying it as as uh I guess like as opposed to DeviantArt, where it was just sort of like I don't really know. I think it was like yeah, no, I get what you mean. Do you feel like Tumblr like it was like the artistic community was like more impressive than DeviantArt? <laughs> yeah, like in retrospect, I feel like. Or at least as far as my experience, like, DeviantArt was mainly, like, a roleplay hub. <laughs> oh, wow, really? <laughs> it's the place where you go to RP. So just That's you, of... man. I don't know. <laughs> I guess there's a story for another time. But That's it's... a difference. To... Yeah, I want to know more about that. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's sort of like, yeah, like, okay. Yeah, like, I, I was really trying to sort of hone. Not really hone, but it's just, like, I yeah, like, I really wanted to, to, to draw, I, like, I just wanted to spend my time drawing and, like, if there was anything I could do to, like, to sort of put, like, career stuff or, like, anything having to do with school on, like, the back burner and just, like, draw or whatever. Like, that was, like, fine enough for me. But, yeah, like, yeah, like, after high school, it was just sort of, like, eh, not really knowing what to do. So I'd say, like, the decision to, like, get into animation, like, came about as, like, specifically a career thing. Like... Yeah, if you're, like, I'm not really doing much else. Yeah, and I think it was, like, I remember, like, at the time, you know, like, I was trying to sort of gather my thoughts on, like, what it meant to, like, continue drawing and, like, what it meant to sort of exist in, mm-hmm. like, the larger world outside of, like, my home and school, like, how to exist in art. And it was just sort mm-hmm. of, like, because, yeah. you know, like, it, especially at the time, like, my, my mom and my dad were just, like, on this art thing is cool but like you, you know you gotta you gotta like stay in school you know you gotta you know right otherwise you know how are you gonna support yourself i think like yeah, like my dad was like more upfront about it. he's like you're gonna be you're gonna be on the street if you oh, like, continue this art thing i think he was like saying that like even up until like before i i moved to la so i'm like i'm not really sure what his deal was but oh, it was wow. sort of like yeah i i noticed that um yeah, it was just sort of like, yeah, if I want to, like, get into art as a career, it's just like, oh, yeah, like, it seemed to me, like, looking at other artists on DeviantArt or Tumblr, mm-hmm. there would be times when, like, an artist would just suddenly disappear, or when they have to, like, make the post. Right. I, I guess, like, in my head, it's, like, the post when they have to make a DeviantArt journal or something, or, or a blog post, where... You know, they sort of have to like come to terms where it's just like, okay, like I gotta, I gotta sort of 
take a break from art for a while because I got to like focus on school or focus on career stuff. And yeah, like growing up as a kid and like sort of seeing that kind of like terrified me. Oh shit. Yeah. Interesting. interesting. Where it was like, oh man, like, like I got to grow up to like to that. Like I have to actually like, like go of this. Like for like, I. So you kind of grew up kind of with that feeling that eventually one day you would have to give up art kind of. Yeah. I would have to like, the like pretty much stop entirely and just sort of yeah like yeah be like take it on as 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 a hobby and just sort of like that's so interesting (laughs) yeah it's like before you even start yeah where it's just sort of like i'm i i guess i'm like sort of i I, I was like kind of becoming more and more aware of of what the road was ahead of me like outside of Mm. outside of school and then like going into work or something yeah, and yeah right. like so i was like thinking like hmm okay so if i were to get into a career in animation then i could draw every day which is like yeah. the recommended thing you know like if you want to become a better artist then you gotta like draw every yeah. day so like if i work in art as a job then basically i would have the opportunity to draw every day and like yeah like <laughs> basically like i like i also noticed that like i think the the communities that i was in you know like pretty much everybody was sort of or, or like a lot of people that i known were sort of like hitting hard times whether it was with family or also like uh coming into their own with their own career stuff or sure. it was like I, I i happened to notice that like you know, like a lot of there were i guess in in short it, it's it's like I, I notice a lot of people around me are like starting gofundmes but i've never seen like someone who was working full-time in the industry like start a gofundme well, I mean, yeah. like, like at least, like, <laughs> I mean, now it's a different story because of the freaking end times. But right, <laughs> it's like, like, like at the time, it was just sort of like, yeah, like it, it seemed to like make sense where it was sort of like, well, like if people are working in animation, then it's like the studios gotta like pay for people to stay in the area to like work on their animation i guess that's like kind of naive in in hindsight but yeah like it's... Yeah, but if you don't know anybody i mean yeah it's just like there's a lot to learn about how the industry works i think before you even get into it yeah like it was it was like the money and then like being able to draw every day and then like also just sort of like having the chance to sort of really sort of like have something that i could sort mm-hmm. of like have to my name because like i wasn't really sure of like what i would do otherwise so i'm just like oh man right i don't know <laughs> it, yeah like it, it was it was sort of you know, like coming up at the end of high school yeah, like i was just sort of hitting a whole bunch of different roadblocks yeah so it was just sort of like yeah i, I gotta do drawing but also some other uh work on the side i think like yeah i was i was kind of like testing my mom's patience <laughs> for <laughs> for a time because yeah like i think like while i was studying at home i was basically like doing a few courses like doing like one or two courses at like the local college and then mm-hmm. yeah, like the rest of the time i'd be doing like my other work and then also just sort of like drawing like hunched over at my desk just sort of mm. like just doodling basically Ru- yeah like at my computer ruining your back yeah <laughs> So, Wait, so those are like really long days, <laughs> right? Yeah, that sounds really exhausting. Like really intense. Like when did you have the time to draw? Was it like at night? Yeah, basically, yeah, like whenever I was off the job or 
Like, I, I think, like, whenever I was at work, it was sort of, like, didn't really, like, it, it was, like, drawing was kind of, like, out of the way for me when I was, whenever I was at work. But it was mm. also sort of, like, something I would try and do, like, from time to time, like, when, when the day's out and, like, like, getting ready to go to bed or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I don't know. And then, like, yeah, like, whenever I was back at home, that's, like, that was really, like, the time when I would just, like, try to gain all of my resources together and then, like, just try to really, really get that drawing done. I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is your mom, uh, is your mom Filipino? Because you were talking about, like, growing up in Filipino communities. Yeah, yeah. My mom is from Negros, Negros Occidental, which is, mm-hmm. yeah, like, uh, one of the provinces in the Philippines. And, yeah, she grew up uh as a like yeah farming family and then yeah mm. she went into the nursing program she uh traveled across the pacific to become a uh, nurse in canada and then in la which is pretty funny because yeah, like sometimes she'll like uh, uh tell me about all the different places she would visit uh where i'm living now because i'm yeah like here in, in in burbank but it's just sort of like yeah 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 like she was working here in la for a time and then yeah, she moved uh, over to Jacksonville, and then that's where she met my dad. And then yeah, yeah, both your parents have been around. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no kidding. Yeah. It's a very like rich cultural background. <laughs> yeah, globe trotting parents. Yeah. yeah, no kidding. I've I've been to the Philippines twice. Yeah, but I've but I haven't been to Ghana yet as of the time of this recording. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I, they like for for the times I've been to the Philippines, I've, I've really loved it a lot. It's like yeah, yeah, a lot of uh, like a lot of mountains, or at least yeah, like um in in Negros, yeah, mm. like mountains, sugar sugar farms, rice farms. Yeah, I I really hope I can go to the Philippines one day. Yeah, it seems really nice. Yeah, it's it's very familiar. Or it's like it felt very familiar to me because like I, I grew up in 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 Florida. And it's like very rainy. Mm. Oh yeah, like humid. Yeah, like su- like super humid, super rainy. Where I where I lived in in Florida, like used to be a lot of like cornfields and like that sort of like melded into the same memory uh, as a kid for me. Where it was just sort of like yeah, like the the sugar the sugar fields and the cornfields. It's like I don't know. It's it's, it's and, and the hurricanes as well. Where it's just sort of like. Oh, so the climate's very diff- uh, similar. I've been I've been thinking about like the way I've been uh, drawing, or at least like the stuff that I like to draw now. And I'm like thinking, about, like I like to draw water. I really like to draw oh, yeah. water and water effects, and just sort of like a lot of wind and rain. Yeah. And yeah, like a lot of oh. like a lot of those like images in my head sort of like stemmed from you know, like the like the stormy weather and the hurricanes yeah. and like both Florida. In the Philippines. Isn't that funny? It's like it like imprints on you, and you just like don't even realize it until later. Yeah, basically, it's like yeah, you know, like it. I think so. Yeah, like specifically now, I'm like trying to sort of explore the way that I draw now, and it's just sort of like yeah, like I really like, I really like water. I really, I really like the rain. Yeah. Hmm. I mm-hmm. like the rain, but I don't like cold weather. That's the thing. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's like, fine. I mean, they're, they're two different things, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, like I, I, I got, I got mixed up in my head for a second. Like, yeah, and I'm just, yeah, I'm just remembering now. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm in Los Angeles, and basically, yeah, like, no dice on on rain here. Yeah, it's like, never rain. You got like the meme where it's like, like, oh man, like when when it rains, freaking Twitter timeline blows up because everybody's posting about yep. the rain. <laughs> rain, 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 rain. It's just question marks, rain. Yeah. So it's just sort of like... that and earthquakes. Yeah. Oh yeah, like, I feel like. Uh, 
I it's only happened to me once when I was visiting Beijing uh, that it rained really hard and the rain was warm. That was the first, the only time in my life where I experienced warm weather with rain. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like in my head, like, the, like the, those two go hand in hand. So I'm just like, wait, what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, what else That's is so there? funny. That's so funny. For me, the rain has always been cold because, you know, like Europe, like cold yeah. rain. I was wondering, kind of like you were, you said that you were on DeviantArt and, and Tumblr. What were the resources that you used to kind of like get better at, at drawing or like, did you set goals for yourself or were you just kind of like drawing for, for the heck of it? I do know that like, yeah, I think like early on, yeah, like at least when I was like pretty much a newbie to, to Tumblr, a lot of it was just like, whoa, like people are, are, are sharing like, and the thing about like, like finding art resources on Tumblr was like, they were a lot more substantial than the stuff that I would find on, on DeviantArt, where it was just sort of like, I, I feel like on DeviantArt, it was just like, you know, you remember bases? Oh yeah, I remember bases, mm. yeah. <laughs> where it's like, 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 like a naked, like a naked, like mannequin figure. Hell yeah, it's I like, I, I feel like that was like the extent of tutorials that I would like, <laughs> that I would find on That's, DeviantArt, but like on Tumblr. It's barely even a tutorial, yeah. Yeah, like, like on Tumblr, you've got like, like screen caps from like, from, from instructional books. And like, yeah, like that's like how I found like a lot of, the stuff that I that I was reading from then on, where it was like, yeah, I think like a lot of the stuff that I would find on 4chan's IC board, like sometimes mm-hmm. there'll be like a like art book thread on IC, which I oh, guess wow, like okay. side note, like if you're going on IC, just like just pick up your stuff and then just leave immediately. Yeah, <laughs> like don't like don't don't talk to anyone, don't interact, don't read anything yeah. except. The art book threads because yeah like some of the stuff that shows up in the art book threads are are really really good mm-hmm. i don't think we've talked about uh 4chan at all in any of these episodes but i feel like i mean like it's become a real hellhole of like an alt-right piece of shit but but i think that like growing mm-hmm. up on the internet it was definitely a source of like a lot of like community and inspiration and as long as you avoided all the real bad like you know the 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 b forum all the shit that was just like awful there was like a lot of stuff to be found there, like CO, mm. like the comics board was always a really good source of stuff. I, I, have, I have no idea. <laughs> I didn't even know they like <laughs> had resources on CO. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, I don't know how much they would put, but even just like seeing the kind of stuff that's out there, there was all kinds of stuff. And it's long, yeah, again, it, it's like you said, as long as you knew what you were getting into, it's like there was definitely, uh, you know, stuff to be found, even just like validation sometimes because everyone's so brutally honest on there that if they liked what you did you're like nice <laughs> like <laughs> right, great the the trolls don't hate me it's, it's, it's something <laughs> it's, it's yeah it's, i guess i guess something i guess it's, it's like up to your own personal evaluation whether or not you take it with you it's entirely up to your own personal yeah it's like but it's just sort of like, if yeah, you okay. can handle it it's something but yeah like I, yeah i'd say that like but like even like even looking uh, through IC for for resources like even then like my my experience with this stuff is like pretty limited compared to like the time that I'd spent on on Tumblr and just like interacting with artists on there where it was sort of like yeah, yeah it was pretty cool I think now it's a ghost town though <laughs> but yeah it's so <laughs> like I, it, it's weird because like I, I like last year or was it was this late 2019 that um pillow fort was was coming about and yeah it's oh, yeah. it's pretty good i was kind of bummed out that 
or uh, at least the the last time that I tried out Pillow Fort, where it was um, gifts didn't work in in the blog posts. I'm like, this yeah. is a deal breaker. I can't have a Pillow <laughs> Fort if I can't have gifts in my blog posts. <laughs> All those like places try like try, but I feel like it's so hard to drag an audience over to any new service. Yeah, that it dies before it even has a chance to live. Like the thing is, is like like even looking. I, I guess it's sort of since uh, Tumblr has been sort of uh, wiped into like a primordial, just blank slate, as far as I mm-hmm. can tell. Or it's just sort of like, yeah, like this is like all of the infrastructure is all here. Like people can still make blogs and whatever and assemble their art on here and have their personal sites have like a cohesive style and stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Like Tumblr is, is still, I'm, I'm looking at it. I started uh, posting on Tumblr again just because it's like, it's it looks kind of neat. And also like uh, now it's owned by WordPress, I think. Oh, is it really? Yeah, they changed ownership recently, which means they're like, now there's, I don't, I mean, don't quote me on this, but I think now you, you can post, I don't know, like for me, like a lot of my drawings were flagged because I used to post my life drawings on Tumblr. Right. Oh God. <laughs> Caught yeah. in the crossfire. Yeah. It's like, like, obviously that's why everybody uh, left, right? Because like yeah. all of our p- posts were getting flagged for no reason. And I was using Tumblr to to post all of the art I did, like all of it. So it was like just like live drawing, observation sketches, just also like doodles, like you know, like imagination doodles, uh, comics, like whatever, you know. And yeah, it it just kind of bummed me out because I really liked my uh, my life drawing. Like I, you know, it's it's like it's art. It's not porn, but, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> but to the bot, you know, what's the difference? They really went overboard. Yeah, yeah. the robots don't know. Uh, it's a nipple. <laughs> By the way, like you know, to 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 cap off on like resources and stuff, because yeah, like I was I was like. I was I was drawing a blank and I was like uh, uh uh looking through the stuff that I had. Yeah, there's 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 one by uh yeah like composing pictures by Don Graham. Mm. That has like some like pretty neat like fundamental like approaches to coming at composition. I think that's like a a pretty big thing, especially for like artists that are like learning to draw is like learning how to sort of like compose um compose drawings and like placing their forms like within a frame because i i feel like there's like it's like or like i guess it's like kind of common where it's just sort of like yeah you have like sort of a very very specified very sort of like uh in-depth approach to drawing like the drawing is fully rendered but like it's sort of placed awkwardly in the frame so yeah like composing pictures by don graham that's like it's like a basically like a textbook it's like a fat textbook but yeah like there's there's some neat stuff in there I, i'm not sure if like if it's available online but like that was pretty cool i like that you talk about composing pictures because i feel like that's something that we haven't really talked about on the podcast mm. and i do feel like it is something that is so important because in the classes that i had like life drawing classes and uh, still life drawing classes that was something that the teachers always emphasized was like before you even draw anything make sure that you're gonna like draw it properly into your frame so Mm. i i think that's like a really really good uh point to stress using like landmark sort of hash marks 
because I, I think I've seen like yeah. a couple of friends of mine like uh, when they're doing figure drawing studies they'll like uh, put sort of guide marks to sort of like uh, yeah. sort of like sort of like this it's like, we have a whiteboard right here yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like this yeah and then you can mm-hmm. sort of like place yeah. the figure that's interesting yep mm-hmm Yep, that's what that. some of my teachers had us do. It, they were like telling us, look at the point that is the highest on the figure, uh, the, the, the furthest right, the furthest left, and, and the lowest. And then that way, especially when you have complicated poses, that way you can make sure that when you start drawing on your piece of paper, like you're not going to have the foot sticking out of oh, your paper. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, they didn't teach me shit in school. I didn't learn anything. <laughs> This is like practical knowledge that would have been great to have 20 years ago. It's it's really great also for boards because you're, yeah. uh, as a board artist, like I'm always composing shots into a frame. Like I feel like when you're a character designer, prop designer, maybe like it's okay not to think about like composing your yeah, really picture matter. as much because you kind of like, uh, but like as a board artist, and I'm I'm guessing as an animator as well because when you're animating you're, you you kind of have to be careful with your your layout and your frame. Yeah, absolutely. Like if you're presenting like a story on on screen, yeah, yeah like not just mm-hmm. with like the way that the individual uh, scenes are composed, but yeah, like how they how they fit together as they're like shown back to back. Yeah, that's like very important. But um, oh, there was another thing. Like like I think like when I was thinking about icy, where it was just sort of like. I was, it reminded me of something I was thinking about recently where it was just sort of like, I think like, you ever heard of like the term like symbol drawing? Where it's just sort of like. I don't know. Or or I'm not sure if I'm like remembering or if I'm putting together the definition correctly where it's sort of like uh, symbol drawing is basically taking an abstract form as you remember it rather than as you see it and then putting that down on like Mm -hmm. uh, on a piece of paper as you draw. And then, like that, how that can sort of get in the way of of learning yeah. how to sort of present your ideas as images as an artist. Where it's interesting. Like, okay, I never heard it like put th- put it that way, but this is so interesting, and I'm so glad that you're bringing it up because it's like there's, for example, the idea of a cat in your head is different from what a cat actually does yeah. look like. Yeah. yeah. And being able to dissociate those two ideas and being able to just like be, okay. I'm not. I'm. I'm just gonna look. I'm just gonna look and draw what I see. Yeah, and and the, like uh, I was. I was thinking that like I feel like I feel like symbol drawing sort of gets a bad rap. Like I, uh, as far as I could tell from the, like art discussions that I've read in the past, where it's sort of like symbol drawing is like the bane of 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 an improving artist, where hmm. it's something like you should actively try to avoid. But I think like as you're sort of learning to construct or you're learning the general rules of, of constructing forms and of constructing figures. I think like it's also worth it to sort of look into like style studies and like looking, really investigating like what kinds of symbols that like really, like really specialized artists like use to like construct their own drawings and stuff. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Especially in animation where like, where you you do have to use shapes a lot it's a lot of shorthand i guess if you're like trying to trying to draw very fast or if you're trying to like animate uh something at length very quickly um it 
it's like you sort of have to rely on having like a like a, a tool belt of tricks of general sort of uh, mindset right. tricks to sort of go about building your drawings yeah i mean that takes a lot of confidence like that takes just practice and practice to like feel yeah. feel the proportion and feel the anatomy so that you can just dive in yeah, I feel like there's really no way around it. I mean, you said it yourself, Kofi, you were just like drawing as soon as you were like getting home and you had free time, you were just like drawing all the time, right? Yeah, though I, I feel like, you know, it, there's there's mileage, but also like there's also just sort of, because I, I, I feel like it's sort of like, like learning language, but with like the way that you're putting lines on a paper where it's sort of like, like you're not, like you like you go to school to like learn all these different like uh, grammatical principles and like okay yes. this is how like a, like these specific words go together and then like a, con- a sentence is sort of constructed this way but i think like outside of the classroom like that's where a lot of your learning about language takes place or at least like the general gist of how all of those specific grammatical rules come together it like right. comes about naturally from the way that you talk and listen to people and like it's sort of like that in drawing, at least. Yeah. At least mm-hmm. I think so, where it's sort of like you sort of pick up on very specific, or at least it, it, it's worth looking into learning the specific ways that different artists can construct the general the general gist of the way they draw, rather than like sort of honing in on like, okay, this is how I got to construct a hand. Yes. Yeah, I mean, if you get hung up on that stuff, it can just drag you down. There's definitely a limit to, like, worrying about construction. I never really feel like I learned how to do proper anatomy. And I'm here now, you know? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I never ne- I, de- I never feel like it It didn't really hold me back. I-, I knew what I wanted to do. Like, I knew I wanted to get into comedy animation and, like, you know, more of a, especially definitely more of a directorial role and, like, I, I know so many people in animation that I could tell they don't know shit about anatomy <laughs> and it's fine. You know, like when you're drawing yeah. cartoons, it helps to just know proportions and composition, but like knowing how to draw a human body is not going to help you draw Yogi bear. You know, it's yeah. just not going to like, it's not going to really affect you. For me, I, I do agree with what you're saying, Gene. I do agree yeah. that like you, you don't necessarily need a profound knowledge of anatomy. However, what I would say is that, knowledge of anatomy will always help you like if you do have it it's it's a great thing to have but you definitely you like no one should feel like they're not like worthy of working in animation because they don't have it's just like i'm saying yeah yeah it's it's an additional it's definitely it definitely comes in handy it's a tool yeah but uh Mm. yeah yeah there is one thing that like as as far as um uh trying to figure out how to study or like ways of study um uh i was using flashcards like a few uh like starting i think like 2018 like my friend introduced me to um there's like this specific way of learning japanese i think now it's called like the mass immersion method but it was also called like ajat which is like all japanese all the time and like a specific like a key tool in that was like using um space repetition which is basically like a, a, a form of like memorization where you re, you're, you're, uh, you recall a piece of information just as you're about to forget it. 
like through like the scheduling of uh, of index cards so that like when you remember it just as you're about to forget it you actually strengthen the memory of that specific piece of information uh it's like for the program that i was using like the, there's like uh computer programs for this like the one that i was using is is anki which is like available for free uh uh the like you the general gist for for anki is you uh make a bunch of index cards or yeah like you make a bunch of flash cards and then uh basically gives you a set amount of cards that you're made to review for the day and then once you go through all of them uh basically the ones the cards that you recall correctly uh the interval increases so uh, uh on the second review you you're made to review it on uh one day later and then on the review after that you're made to uh or you can set it to recall it three days later and then the next one after that seven nine 15 days later and then yeah basically like for um uh for the digital method like yeah you can basically just have it so that it automatically just gives you a specific set of cards that you can review throughout the day but yeah um what i did for uh a good part of like yeah like 2018 2019 like a, a lot of the the uh, the animators i was like coming to know like they had sort of like almost like an internal logic to the way that they drew their forms like they weren't like animation kind of like requires or like not really requires but it's like it it's like almost part of the job to be able to like draw to be able to draw figures very very quickly so it's just sort of like a lot of or at least as far as i could tell with like a digital animation it's like there's a lot of freehand drawing mm. when it comes to drawing mm -hmm. human figures i'm like how do they do that you know, like, like yeah. I, I think uh, I, uh, for for a time, I was sort of like flying by the seat of my pants, just sort of like trying to remember stuff that I was picking up from books and stuff. But I was just like, I wonder if I could like use this thing that I was like using for learning Japanese. Like, I wonder if I could like try it for for learning huh. how to draw. So like, That's what I so did, so interesting. Like, I would go through this PDF I had of the. Uh, figure drawing book and then I would just like go down all of like the all of the text and all of the illustrations and I would just like pick out specific principles that were like like for example it's like oh okay um and it was like like the first card that I had the three key aspects for for figure drawing are that you need to have proper proportions an active and inactive side and then the whole thing needs to sort of flow in a, like a unified whole and have rhythm it's like oh yeah like hmm. rather than having to sort of like come back to reference that every time i wanted to draw a human figure i would just like put that into the space repetition i'll put that into anki and then yeah like i would review that uh, at increasing intervals and yeah like now i can just sort of like remember it off the top of my head so that, like okay if i'm sort of lost then i could just be like oh yeah it's that's such a technical approach to yeah, that's so interesting because I remember how you were saying that you you really didn't like to study, but like you studied. But this is study. So much. Yeah, I, it's like yeah, you just really loved learning about it. Yeah, or at least I don't know. Art is like I'm not sure what it is between because I it, like uh, even now like 
uh, stuff like not related to art. I still use Anki to like because mm. like I'm, I'm I'm reading about stuff up on on economics and yeah, like I use Anki for that as well. So you actually love to study. Yeah, yeah. I like I, yeah, like I'm very curious. You I love like... to learn. Yeah, you love to learn. That's so interesting. I think that's great. I feel like honestly, this is a very common trait that I notice in everyone we interview is they're like we always like as an artist it's really good to be curious and to always have like that fun of of like learning throughout that path of that career because that shows in the in the way that an artist draws I think yeah. like the amount of um of like how interesting it was for the artists to do that drawing or to get where they are, they're at. Yeah, I don't know. This is just a thought. I, yeah, I think that like, I mean, I don't know if I've talked about it before. I probably have, but it's just like the the larger failure of the American education system, which is that like they try to shoehorn everyone into studying and learning the same way, but like people have different approaches that they prefer to like absorb information and absorb knowledge and like. It seems like you you love like via saying you love studying and you've like you have all these methods for learning and it, the the results have shown yeah. that you clearly like are good at absorbing that knowledge. But it's just like you know like you were talking about uh, like your your grades and stuff weren't great, but it's like I don't know maybe they just weren't teaching you the way that like you would be best suited for you know. Yeah, I think like even since like high school, like I remember like I, I, I like I hated reading. Like, I absolutely hate... Dude, like, I never I'd, read a book. I'd, I'd come to, like, despise reading because of, like, AR tests yeah. and, like, comprehension yeah. tests oh, yeah? that you had to yep. take in order to, like, like, like you know, you'd be given a letter grade, like, for the amount of, like, points you got on AR tests, and, like, that made me just... Like, I loved reading! Like Yeah, I, was, I used to read a lot as a kid. Yeah, yeah but then, like, from, like, third grade all the way through, like, the end of senior year, like, I, like, I almost avoided reading, and then... Dude, same and like now it's just sort of like yeah like where else am i gonna get information or at least you know it's hard it's Mm. i don't know i I feel like like this like using space repetition like it's definitely like one of the better ways to sort of lock information into your like longer term memory because yeah like i did they i want to like make a tutorial or something about it i think you should because i I think that like this is an interesting approach that I haven't seen, and I think it's pretty valid. I think the idea yeah. of just getting down your shapes and then not – you don't have to think about it when you're I, – I struggle with that sometimes too, just like knowing the spatial proportions of things. Like that is maybe where an anatomy would have helped me <laughs> is just like understanding the the proportions between things. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think it's interesting. I think that's so great, and it's so great to hear like all of like – how you studied because you basically are self-taught right yeah i mean as far as i can tell like i'm not really good in classroom environments so i just try <laughs> to do what i can on my own or yeah. just like trying to find resources wherever i can because I, I guess like you know, like self-taught but it's just sort of like well i mean i'm still gaining information and like knowledge and stuff from other people through yeah like, their books or through like advice yeah, when I say self-taught, is like, you didn't go to art school. Okay. Or like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're all, we're all self-taught to a degree because I think school can only teach you so much. So it's like a lot of the real valuable knowledge is just like the shit you pick up along the way. That's true. The stuff that applies to you directly, you know. How did you find, how, like, 
um, what was your first gig like, and how did did you find that first gig in animation? Was it a freelance gig? Okay, so I think it was. I'd been posting like little bits of animation here and there because I wanted to attend an art school in twenty fifteen. Yeah, like I think like towards the end of twenty fifteen. I, I wanted to sort of like set up myself to be able to like apply to an uh, to to an art school mm. and like maybe like take online courses or something and then yeah so like I was putting together so I started putting together a portfolio and yeah I think it was like I was applying to like SVA or like CalArts or things like RISD stuff mm. like that I think it was like like six or seven schools Yes, yeah, so, like I was putting uh like what animation I could together. I was like starting uh, like an animation blog, which was like yeah, I think it was like Pin Tank zero six on on Tumblr, and then mm. like I was yeah, like just posting stuff on there, and then the application for for art school fell through, at least for for all of them because I didn't have enough college credits at the time, or mm. I think it was like. Uh, yeah, either college credits or the portfolio wasn't accepted. So it's like all of the different like uh, applications I put through. Yeah, like yeah. So that's not gonna work. So, but by the time that I put all of my applications through, mm-hmm. oh yeah, like I have like a nice little mound of work that I could try and build upon and like make that into my portfolio. And it was mm. like yeah. So I it was continuing to to like build upon that, and then in mid 2016 yeah i remember yeah like mid 2016 mm-hmm. jake gans from studio yada he contacted oh, yeah. me uh through yeah. uh twitter and he was just like oh, hey like i had seen your animations like yeah like we'd like to have you on board for an upcoming project i was like oh yes nice because like, like i think i've like seen some of their stuff for like uh star bomb and yeah like those mm-hmm. animations were, like, yeah yeah pretty, pretty that was cool. like the early shit yeah and like like and i remember like looking and uh, at, at some of those animations and like as i was uh learning to to animate and like practice animation and like practice drawing and i remember like i thought that like i probably like apply to to yada and then i like uh, on on the tumblr page was just like you got to be able to draw and model and i was just like i don't know if i can do that just yet and then you know like so like and then some months later and then yeah like uh, uh, jake contacts me and it was like what and then <laughs> yeah like uh, the the like the the project was for um one of the or two of the shorts for for okko yeah like for yes. for promoting yeah like that's right yeah yeah you, yeah f- some of the earlier animations that they had for okko we basically worked together because i worked on the <laughs> rad short you know i did layouts with max oh i wasn't on 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 rad it was uh oh. the 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 late it was Two of the later ones, it was Power Up and oh, that's a good one. The the commercial one, yeah. But yeah, so yeah, like I got contact over that. I was like, oh, but first I gotta, <laughs> I gotta get back to you in like a month and a half because I have to do some work, other work stuff. So mm. I'll get back to you. So yeah, like I, I I like left the country. I did some work stuff. Came back. Mm. the and then yeah like did some of my first stuff for yada which is yeah for for ko which would eventually be like a show that i would work on full time which is like incredible that's awesome that is yeah. so cool how did they um how did they reach out to you to work on the show full time was it 
was it through Max or who was it in the crew who was like, mm, Kofi, Kofi is a good fit. <laughs> I think I remember like, I, I, I was contacted through, through email and I remember it cause it was like on, on like 4th of July. Oh. Cause I was just like, oh yeah, like I was just like hanging over at a friend's place, uh, for, for the July and we were just like bumming around and yeah, like I was like taking a picture it's like, oh yeah, like, uh, yeah, you can just like send it to me cause like, yeah, like I don't know, I don't remember what it was about. But yeah, like, it's like, yeah, just send it to me via email. It's like, just send it to this email address. And so, like, oh, yeah, I'm opening up the inbox. And then I look and see, it's like, oh, hey, it's like, so-and-so from Cartoon Network. Oh, fuck, yeah. <laughs> just smacked up in the middle of my inbox. I'm like, wait, what? Is this spam? And it was just sort of like I had, like, just, was just staring at my phone for, like, ten minutes. Just, like, looking at this message that was just sitting there in my inbox. I'm like, no way. This can't be real. And yeah, I was just like, oh yeah, like we'd like to have you take a test for uh, storyboards on OKKO. And I was just, what? Yeah, that's awesome. That's always the best. Yeah, that first that first email right. was like the shit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was. It was. It was very strange. And it was like, you know, for the week that I took the test, like I was like scrambling because like I'd never, or yeah, like I'd done one other storyboard test before ko and it was uh for for ducktales and i like completely fell flat on my face on that one because like i, I like i i'd been recommended by by a friend and it was like oh yeah like we'd like to have you on board for for ducktales it's like okay like we'd like to send you a test and yeah like i barely drew like three panels it was like <laughs> I had absolutely no idea how to draw a storyboard, so I was like working in Paint Tool Sci. I was using like the binary. I was what? I was using the binary brush to like because like I was mainly like for for that time like I was only drawing in binary because I think it was just a force of habit. So like mm. nowadays I like I'm using like I'm more comfortable with like airbrush or just like alias brushes that happen to look like that because like Toon Boom Harmony or something. But yeah, like. At the time, like, I was just, like, uh, and I was, like, making these super detailed layouts. I was, ah! like, I drew, like, I got, like, three panels in drawing uh, Uncle Scrooge just, like, sitting in a car seat. And, like, that was it. <laughs> there was just, like, three panels of oh, that. Man. And I was just, like, oh. And I just never replied to them because, like, I was so embarrassed. So, uh. <laughs> so it was just, like, yeah, they sent me the test. And then, yeah, like, the week lapsed. And then... I was just like, uh, oh, so damn. I can't send this back. It's gonna look so stupid. So yeah, like yeah, like so from that point forward, it was just sort of like okay, like I should probably like set up some. Oh yeah, like I like I should probably like tone back on like how detailed I make my drawings. So like yeah, like I spent yeah. like the entire week just like trying to like iterate. I'm like okay, this gotta this this is it. I gotta I gotta make sure this test is the one. And you're like by the end of that like week for for KO, I was just like freaking worn out because <laughs> of like I, like all the overthinking I was doing, trying to trying to put this storyboarding test together. Right. Yeah. No, that's that Kofi work ethic. It's like <laughs> yeah. gotta if, if it didn't work out the first time, you gotta just grind and study and learn. <laughs> I respect it. That is so cool. And then from uh, OK KO, what did you do after that? From KO, so yeah, like that was. Wait, are you talking about Yada or, or working in Cartoon Network? So, what was the gig on Cartoon Network then? Oh, wait, oh yeah, like working full time on KO at Cartoon Network. I mean, gotcha. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like so, like 
I guess from from like okay from Yada, I was doing like some stuff with Ko with Yada, and then there's stuff with Rivals of Ether, and then I think it was like for mm. Brawlhalla, uh, briefly, and then yeah, mm. that's when I got the tests for Ko, and then yeah, like I had saved up some money from uh from from other work, and then I moved to LA, and then yeah, was working at Ko for for some time. I think it was like for from September 2017 to February 2019, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was pretty cool because like I guess if there's like any if there was anything that like like stuck out to me, there was just sort of like we got to draw Sonic, <laughs> and, he, and he appeared on TV, and I was just like, oh my god, if like like kid me like heard about this, he would flip. But yeah, like yeah. Freaking yeah, Ko was 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 a blast. Like it was honestly like the like I couldn't have asked for better first experience working in full time in animation because it was like everybody was really cool, and and the 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 sort of process of of storyboarding and like design and like pitching stories it was like really freeform like a lot more relaxed than I was expecting like for. I don't know, like, I, I wasn't really sure what I was expecting myself, like, a, like when it came to what I was expecting out of working full-time in animation, where it was just sort of, like, I don't know, like, board meetings or, or, or right. just, like, sending mm. sending drawing files or whatever. But, yeah, like, the, like for KO, I feel like I, like I was learning a whole lot through osmosis, just sort of learning about story, not just as, like, something that you sort of write down and put out, but as, like, sort of, like, a social element. Where it's just like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's something that you create uh, together with other people. Yeah, yeah, it's collaborative. Yeah, it was it was a blast, and I, I really appreciate uh, Ian and, and, and Toby and, and Geneva and everybody on on the OKKO crew because yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was great great first steps I think, and then yeah, so from there I was working on. Yeah, so once my work on on Ko had ended, and I was also doing like some some freelance stuff on, on the side as well for uh, while I was on Ko, and then uh, once my work on Ko had ended, I had uh, been brought aboard on Craig of the Creek, which is yeah nice. also like yeah like Craig of the Creek is also like a freaking blast of a crew, yeah, like freaking great time, mm-hmm. and from like Craig of the Creek right. Actually, honestly, I I feel kind of bad because it was just sort of like <laughs> when I like while while I was on Craig the Creek, I think this was like in mid twenty nineteen. Yeah, I think it was like July mm-hmm. twenty nineteen. Um, I was working as a storyboard revisionist on Craig the Creek, mm-hmm. and then something came up on on Twitter where it was just sort of like, oh yeah, like the Owl House uh, needs an animator because yeah, like mm. yeah, 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 yeah. It was it was like oh yeah, Owl House uh, is in need of an animator. And it was just sort of like, oh yeah, like post your portfolio uh, on like below, like if you if you want like uh, put your name in uh, for for the Owl House. And I was just like, oh, oh, what the heck? And like I already have my portfolio, out, so I just like sort of like linked my portfolio. I was like, hey. And then yeah, the like a day later, it was just sort of like, oh yeah, like you got it. I was like, oh, well okay. <laughs> you never know, man. You got at least you got to shoot your shot. I was, I was like I was, I was honestly surprised and also I, I also felt really bad because it was just sort of like oh man like I was I was brought on board for for storyboard re- revisions because being within the unit for like oh yeah like working 
on sort of moving to storyboards proper. But it was just sort of like, yeah, if if if, if, if you're if you're listening to this, anybody on the Craig Crew, I'm sorry <laughs> for, for, <laughs> jumping, for, jump, for jumping ship too early. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> I think it's fine. But it's also it's also cool though because it's like you you do you like boards or animating better i really like animating i and i think like as Mm. as far as um my my work in storyboard revisions like there is or at least has been a lot of sort of experimentation going on in uh uh, studio animation workflows where it's sort of like everybody's sort of trying to figure out ways to sort of spice up or like at least have like sort of a more reined in uh, uh, creative control over the animation as it looks in the final product. Because, yeah, like, that was basically, like, why I was brought into KO. Mm. Basically, for, you know, like, me, uh, uh, Max Collins, and and, uh, Jeremy Polgar, you know, like, we were mainly, like, uh, animation dudes. So it was just sort of, like, and then we were working in storyboard revisions. So, like, our, our main role was to, like, spice up the storyboards with our own sort of take from like an animation perspective and then yeah like i, I think it was like sort of the same for for the crave the creek as far as i could tell but it was just sort of like yeah it, like when it came to going from like doing animation just as like little freelance gigs while i was doing storyboard revisions like i i like i really i really like animating just like being right. able to like sort of really rein in like what sort of motions I'm able to portray, uh, like when I'm drawing, because it's sort of like I guess when I'm uh, trying to animate through storyboard revisions, at least like with the workflows that I was working with, it's sort of like a mixed bag where it's just sort of like it's got to sort of go through uh, overseas and they sort of got to have their own way of taking the storyboards and then trying to translate that into the animation and like making sure all of the layouts are good to go. Yeah, I don't know. I really like animation, but it's also mm-hmm. like I also like the sort of larger stories that place that animation into context. You know what I mean? Where it's sort of yeah, because like, yeah. it's like I don't know. I'll, I'll like I'll work on an animation for like hours and hours and hours and days and days and days, and it'll be like at the end of it, it'll be like ten seconds or like twelve seconds yeah. of animation. It's like detailed. And it's like cool, but it's sort of like it's it kind of kind of pains me. To, yeah to, to also see that animation's not as rewarding i feel like it's just like yeah there's like aspects of both yeah storyboards and, and animation that i like yeah for sure how do you usually deal with creative block when it happens to you i i, I guess i don't really think of creative block it's it's more like because it's like there's a whole universe of stuff like yeah. the whole universe of topics and stuff it's like i'm not sure if there's like really a way to just there's not a way to just run out of stuff to draw or stuff to think about because like anybody can like come up with stuff to to like think about or like make it to art but i I think like the like the the trouble really comes from sort of trying to match what you're thinking about with what you want to draw or like with what you're able to draw i suppose but i don't know Mm -hmm. I, i guess like when it comes to figuring out what to draw i just like like to read it's like stuff i like to like whenever i draw something it's just like something that i like a like a funny thought or or something that i i think would be cool that i saw earlier that like i don't know Mm -hmm. i feel like i could probably like feel like drawing just keep it fun for yourself yeah yeah it's 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 more of for 
coming up with stuff to draw. I think it like it helps a lot to like write stuff down. Just writing, like getting into the habit of, yeah. of writing stuff down. Because I, I feel like I've, I'm, I, I get kind of surprised sometimes where it's sort of like sometimes uh, I'll, I'll be asked, like, hey, like give me something to draw, or hey, like I've been having trouble coming up with 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 things lately, and then I typically ask next, like, like have you written it down? Or, like, do you keep, mm. like, a list of things that you want to draw? And then usually the answer is no. I'm just like, wait, what? <laughs> ah, that, so do you have, like, a little sketchbook or, like, a notebook with you all that you... Or, like, do you put it in your phone? Like, when you have an idea, you're like, oh, that's cool, and you write it down? Yeah, in my in my phone. Because, yeah, like, basically, like, mm. if I, I typically usually have my phone on hand, so I just, like, scribble it down on, like, the notes app. Yeah, like, you just, like, jot it down, and mm-hmm. then you, yeah, like, keep it for later. And it's just sort of, like... I don't know. I, I guess it's like it, it, like it sort of brings to mind that like okay, like what if you write something down and then like you look back on it later? It's just like oh, I don't really have like the mojo to 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 draw this mm-hmm. thing like after like some time has passed. I think it's like also just sort of like examining like yeah, like what you like to draw, you know, or like like or at least like what you think you need to draw as far as like learning learning the ropes or something that you're interested that you happen to be interested in at the time you know like investigating it visually you know i think that like yeah writing stuff down reading finding out like all of the different like all of the many different things in the world that that there is to draw mm-hmm. uh, I, I think that also goes hand in hand with just sort of exploring the 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 limits of your of your com- comfort zone where it's yeah. sort of like yeah all of this stuff what do you want to draw what are you going to draw you know what are you able to draw or at least, you know, like, what do you, what do you think that you have a handle on drawing? I love all mm-hmm. these like ancient techniques that you have. I feel like <laughs> I you know. Know, every answer is like, well, if you just, you know, open your mind up to the universe, and, yeah. and it's like, damn, Kofi, I can't just do that, man. <laughs> I'll just, you know, be open-minded. <laughs> Go read. But it's valid. It's all good stuff. It's just, I think it's really funny how like wise and and, and like galaxy brain you are about everything. You gotta read. Yeah. Just, just read. Yeah. Everybody is listening to this. Just, just, hey, just man. read. I, we, we mentioned it earlier, but it's like being in high school ruined me on reading because yeah. it made it into a chore and I would just like spark notes everything. And now I, I read a lot of manga, but like I haven't read a book in so long and I do kick myself for it, mm. but it is a good I- bit of advice. I do feel like reading. I've started reading again. Like I, I was reading it like a little bit uh, since I think it was a resolution in like twenty sixteen or something. Mm. And and okay. I think taking the time of to read has kind of helps me kind of like quiet my brain a little bit. And I do think reading is like sure. there, there's not a whole lot of activities that are similar to reading in terms of like like how quiet like it's a it's a soft focus. Yeah. Mm. that is a little bit more involved than like watching tv absolutely and i i think it's i don't know i I don't know how to describe it but i think it's it's not only just for the content but it's also good for i don't know like your like anxiety or like for your brain yeah i mean it's meditative in nature i get it (laughs) yeah (laughs) do you think uh, this is a question for both of you i guess and also to validate me but do you think that like reading comics has the same soft focus that reading a book does or is it a different part of your brain for me it depends 
the reason why you're reading like i have like different goals when i read like when i read a comic for me it's a little bit more like not like work but i am actually paying attention to the craft uh when i read a, a book that is non-fiction because i love reading essays oh i see i think essays i mean not only for the thoughts but mm. also what I really enjoy about reading essays is that you have someone who has carefully constructed their thought and it is so nice for me to hear like an, like an opinion. Like it's not always an opinion. Usually it's an opinion, but that is carefully kind of like unraveled for you <laughs> to experience. Yeah. I, that's, that feels really nice. And fiction is like yet another thing. I've been reading more fiction recently. Like, I don't know. We have this book club. Sorry, I'm just like, doing that i'm I'm like both like i'm excited to talk about it at the same time i'm like a little bit ashamed because it's like Nobel prize uh like literature winners but there's a lot of books that are actually very accessible and they're very interesting and like that's another different way of reading because that's more like it's fiction but it's got like undertones of kind of like a message and it's it feels kind of like more uh it's less involved as like reading an essay but you're kind of like thinking you're kind of like reading a story that has multiple ideas embedded in it that are not constructed in a in a linear way like in an essay okay like i feel like literature has a lot of like oh here's a thought on the world here's a thought on society and all of these different thoughts are just brought together through the thread of a story so yeah i think that's i think that's cool uh yeah comics are more for me reading a comic i'm always just like my work brain is always on so i'm like (laughs) how did they like beat out the story how did they do the composition in this panel like (laughs) yeah i guess it depends on your approach because yeah i i find the reading thing is hard for me that's probably a larger issue i need to address of just like being able to create that uh meditative almost state you know where i can like just sit there and read i get distracted so easily and like i can't focus and so my compromise is is like manga and stuff where i can create that moment of like calm but i don't have to completely like turn off everything but yeah what about you kofi what do you think between comics and i guess like i don't know literature i guess would be the Mm -hmm. word like written word or whatever it's like I, i feel like with 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 comics it's sort of like I'm sort of acting as a spectator. Like I'm, I'm seeing like, oh, the events yeah. unfold like as they're laid out on the page. And then I guess it's like also kind of the same for me as as, as, uh, as V where it's sort of like I'm also looking at it. It's like, oh man, this drawing is really cool. Wow. <laughs> this panel layer is, is, is it's so well arranged. Wow. These characters are so cute. But it's like, hmm. I, I think like being able to sort of get an abstract sense of like what the story is is like sort of similar to how i feel to uh, uh how i feel about uh reading just plain literature or essays and stuff which is like i guess i'm like sort of like investigating i'm sort of like trying to to sort of visualize even for stuff that's like not even art based like if it's something about say like the process of taxation for example <laughs> like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i'm I'm trying to visualize all of the different avenues of like okay who talks to who or like what uh, what institutions talk to uh others you know uh what kind of like how are resources distributed uh such and such mm-hmm. and it's like yeah like i'm i'm trying to like visualize that and try and like 
construct like a mental map in my head as far as like how thoughts are put together as it's written on like on the page itself i don't know it's like uh like uh, i think gene you 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 you, like you asked like if it was like similar if comics and in uh written stuff were similar i'd say like they're like I'd say they're two different parts of the brain as far as, like, trying to not only, like, convey information as, like, the author, but also, like, trying to process and, like, receive information as the reader. Right. I think you're right, because I feel like that's so funny that you mentioned that, Kofi, because when you're talking about how how you even visualize, like, nonfiction... For me, it's it's, it's interesting because I do visualize in my brain fiction when I read fiction, mm. But there, however, though, I mean, depending on the nonfiction I'm reading, if the nonfiction is like more of like a biological or, or like or like like historical piece, then I will probably like visualize it. But if it's something that's kind of highly conceptual, like sometimes like some philosophy, it's just it's just like super abstract, then I, I'm not going to visualize it. Yeah, like, yeah, like for stuff like that, like it, for me, it's like I... I have, I, I absolutely need to be able to, to, to visualize it. Like, that's pretty much, like, for, for stuff that's, like, really abstract, it's like I have oh, yeah. to sort of take the information by analogy and stuff. It's like, okay, I guess this is kind of like this. And, like, okay, if, if such and such is, like, walk into the store and then this happens to them, I guess it's kind of like that or something. And then, like, mm-hmm. I sort of, like, build that into other ideas in my head. But I don't know. I, 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 th- I think... The way that information is presented uh, visually in comics and then, I guess, in a more abstract way with, with written word, you sort of have different concessions, like different different tools to, to, to put out ideas. So, like, if you're drawing or, or writing a comic, you probably won't have the liberty to just deliver, like, diatribe after diatribe of, like, paragraphs and paragraphs of text on on a book like if if somebody like reads that on a comic page probably gonna be like what the hell (laughs) but (laughs) and then and then likewise for like written word or like essays you know like you might have some illustrations or you might even have like a different take on an essay like a like a video essay like that's it's it's like spoken word and then you have like visual elements that are helping to convey the ideas but it's for for like written text or if if like the medium that like the text is being shown through like like a like a scientific journal or in like a newspaper like you're probably not going to have the liberty to to convey ideas through illustrations so you have to go about your own way of like trying to uh be precise with your words and like trying to deliver cohesive ideas with just text so you mm-hmm. have yeah yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah like like i said it's different ways of conveying knowledge different ways of receiving knowledge both on right. comics and written text yeah yeah yep, yep. we have some questions that i would love to get to okay from people on twitter from our fans mm-hmm. we have at alabaster indigo and their question is you've been on a lot of popular shows and i'm curious how you did so consistently also what does freelancing and in-house entail can you freelance on the same show more than once does it come with its own benefits that's a lot of questions but one at a time. Yeah. Consistently. <laughs> like, yeah, let's like, start with that. Like, like, like with the precision. Like, yeah. Did, <laughs> as if there's any control over it. I'm, I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm like sniping. I'm sniping yeah. the jobs as they pop out in the horizon. 
No, I, I, don't, I don't know. No, 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 no. I, 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 like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to, to, to make fun of this person. No, I for for like finding jobs, it's like more of like a case by case basis, as far as I can tell. Yeah. For yeah, like for for working on Ko, yeah, it was just a matter of oh, yeah. I, th- I think it was. I think it, it, I, I uh, it was mentioned to me that like yeah, like when I was brought on for for Ko, it was like I already had an idea of how to draw the characters because i had prior experience working with the characters in the ko shorts so it was just sort of like oh okay yeah like and this person also has like experience with animating like action actiony type animation stuff it's like yeah like have them on board for for storyboard revisions and then for craig of the creek it was uh sort of like yeah like i'd gotten to know the 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 crew for craig the creek for some time and yeah like amazing band of people and um mm-hmm. yeah i think it was yeah, i was pretty much finishing up work on ko at the time and then yeah i think the position for storyboard revisionist was also what was also happening to open up for i, I, I forgot who it was i think it was yeah like a friend of mine had been promoted to yeah tiffany ford uh uh tiffany ford had been promoted to storyboard supervisor and then i'm not sure who had filled the spot for for storyboard artists and then because they had moved to storyboard artists to the position of a storyboard artist from storyboard revisions uh now the storyboard revision spot was opened up uh so mm-hmm. i was pretty much taking up that opening like as i was leaving ko and then yeah. for the owl house yeah that was as i said before yeah i was just like basically like oh i will throw my hat in the ring like what do i got to lose and then yeah it was yeah. Just sort of like yeah uh, I, I was told it's like oh yeah like we've been looking at your work for a while and it's like yeah like we really wanted to have you on board but we weren't sure if you were available i was like oh what <laughs> oh you're available i mean it's just a consistency and it seems like you're always putting out good work i mean that's always what it comes down to is just like you know. Yeah, I, I think as as far as like finding work, I think I could. I, I think it's like I, I I like condense it to two things or three things. I think it's more like having work that's fit for the job, and then mm-hmm. having that work being visible to people right. who are hiring. I guess for yeah. for for teams, and then I guess also the third thing is is having um an open venue of communication like Twitter or. Uh, email i mean it's 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 important to have just an email address just available i guess if you're looking for work just in case you know somebody doesn't have twitter or something or they're not very active on twitter or just happen to not use twitter for professional engagements but um yeah and i think uh the the other question that was brought up was um doing freelance work yeah basically all the freelance work that i was doing while working full-time that was just yeah like basically doing freelance work on my free time after work yeah doing animation uh, with yada and then uh, some other folks yeah and then free like i guess like double dipping <laughs> i guess doing freelance animation uh repeated times it's like you know it, freelance work appears when when a production just needs a job done you know that can be any time you know sure it can be a job a, a work of any kind so it's like yeah yeah, it's just timing. It comes yeah. and it happens. I feel like usually when you're in-house, so when you're working in-house on a, in a studio, it means that you're basically employed like full-time. Obviously, like usually, I guess, like 
what is usually it's like 40 hours 40 yeah. hours a week yeah, yeah, yeah. it's kind of like That's the base about eight hours a day 40 hours yeah a so then all the time that you have like on top of that you can use for freelance if you wish usually you cannot freelance for the same production you're on because that would be just no. over time yeah <laughs> but uh you could freelance for another production so like for example if if you're working on i don't know spongebob full-time but you happen to have some free time you can freelance for i don't know ben 10 yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like <laughs> that does happen a lot yeah the next question is from at Dro's attack or at d rose attack uh what's the toughest thing you've ever had to animate for a job slash gig that's an interesting one ever um ever <laughs> ever. <laughs> ever i i think like i guess i guess it's more recent because it's sort of coming onto the owl house from storyboard revisions like going into like an animation workflow full time and then like having to sort of being directly connected to the like overseas animation that i was like previously like uh, up until then like pretty much like working from a distance like yeah like basically drawing in storyboard revisions like basically making the drawings that would be made into or at least be referenced for the keyframes for the final animation but like now for the owl house like i was like pretty much doing full or like full limited i guess like animation yeah that would then be like iterated upon for the final cut so like adapting to that workflow and then also sort of trying to speed up even further and sort of trying to learn about all of the different expectations that come with yeah like a uh, working in-house animation in the, in this way yeah like that was yeah that that was yeah like that was something and i think that was like for i guess the this uh for an episode yet to come out for the owl house but yeah like i think like i was it was something i was working on as the the covid quarantine started yeah. and then like having to sort of balance trying to trying to supply my living space and then also trying to readjust to having all of my workflow happening online and then also trying to sort of ma manage my own schedule whether i was waking up and then working and then like taking breaks to eat or sleep or whatever like yeah basically yeah, I, really I, yeah it, it was it was pretty tough yeah, I, I I was I was really stressed out. I, I feel like that was that's probably like the thing that sticks out the most to me for something that was really difficult. <laughs> yeah, as far as like yeah, time management, taking is, out work. Can be hard. Yeah, time management. I, it's, it's something that I'm. Yeah, I'm still I'm still sort of uh, putting myself together on time management and speed. Yeah, those mm -hmm. are sort of my 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 hurdles that I'm that I'm that I'm continuing to sort of. Uh, try to take on time to make some new cards in your enki deck yeah, yeah that's right <laughs> yeah. gotta learn always studying yeah absolutely. is there anything else you wanted to uh, mention or anything you want to plug to plug i mean i guess uh <laughs> i guess i've kind of ghosted on social media for the longest time so i'm not really sure if there's anything i have like ready to present <laughs> to anyone <laughs> listening to this but it's sort of like yeah um if you want to be the first to find out whether or not that changes, <laughs> whether or not I return to Earth or whatever. Yeah, you can be first to find out at jar underscore Kofi, J-A-R underscore K-O-F-I on Twitter.com. Yeah, that's like <laughs> the, that's the, the best main, place. Yeah, like that's the main venue, I guess. <laughs> I'm just, yeah. yeah, like like right now I'm just sort of uh, keeping, keeping myself at a distance. I'm just sort of 
yeah doing my own thing and reading hey man not a not a bad idea yeah 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 totally yeah. <laughs> and I, I see more and more people just kind of dropping off the face of the earth from social media and i can't blame them because godspeed if you can if you don't need it don't don't even bother more time to read. Oh, yeah. it's exhausting yeah uh... just enjoy your time on this earth well great that's the end of this creative block. Thanks to Kofi for being our guest and sharing his story. Hey. And thanks to our listeners. Follow us on Twitter. It's at Creative Block, Creative Without the Vowels, where we ask for drawing prompts and questions to ask our guests. Huge thanks to my sister Clemens for editing the podcast. Please subscribe to the channel if you love our content. I've been your host, Gene. And I was V. Keep being creative, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.